just finished listening to the most recent episode, and I have to say, if you guys say taco dot 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 bell one more time, I'm gonna flip the fuck out. And where I'm from, which is Kansas, we call it Taco Bell, not Taco Bell. You know it's Taco Bell. I know it's Taco Bell. When we say it around here, it's Taco Bell. There's kind of a little pause in between the words. I just thought that was funny. The other night at work, I was listening to that. You guys kept saying Taco Bell, Taco Bell. I was like, ah! I don't know what the hell the person that told you that there needs to be a space or a pause in between the words were thinking, but they're crazy. Don't listen to them. So I was like, ah! It's like, I don't know why, but it's like nails on a chalkboard when somebody runs those two words together. And another thing, I don't know if I I would be taking the word of a minimum wage taco flipper on the pronunciation of Taco Bell. Please go back to calling it Taco Bell. I really appreciate it. So I was like, ah. Oh my God, who the hell cares? Hey everybody, welcome back for this year's episode of Fast Food Follies. With us, we have returning sometimes co-host Chuck and his co-host for Wheel Nerds, long overdue for an appearance on the show. Todd. Hello. Ready. That was Todd saying hi by opening a beer, I assume. Mm-hmm. You guys are in Utah. Yep. Yes. The cops are coming. Or it's hot <laughs> as balls. Yeah, because you opened a beer. That's why the cops are on their way. It mm-hmm. was hot up here for a while. Today's the first real cool day we've had in ages. The first time I'm recording without a fan on in the room here in weeks. So anyways, um, Chuck, you we usually have fans dancing on our, our show all the time while we're recording. You have no fans for your show. I am the only <laughs> fan your show has. <laughs> and that is because you have taken me out and given me food and provided me with trips. So, And, and I was trying to save you from naming you as being the one who's dancing for us when we record. But if you want to be open about it, that's cool. I couldn't be You don't want to see him dancing. It's 2018. That's cool. <laughs> So we're going to lead off with uh, probably my favorite part of the show, which is assaulted by food. And uh, these are all articles here that deal with people beating each other with food. How pissed off do you have to be to take the food that you're eating and beat somebody with it? Have you ever? I I like food, so pretty pissed. It depends on the food. Like how how angry do you have to to be to haul off and beat a mother with with a chicken sandwich or something? Um, How good's the chicken sandwich? Maybe a summer sausage that I would it wouldn't take take much because you know that's salted by a summer sausage that doesn't sound vaguely sexual at all. Summer sausage is built for beating. Say it. (laughs) Summer sausage is built for beating. (laughs) All right, I'll get us started with the Journal Star, and this is pregnant woman beats manager at a subway with a sandwich. Pure sausage sandwich. (laughs) Improvised weapon. Manager at a subway in West Main Street was assaulted Friday at 3.30 p.m., a sandwich being the weapon of choice. The manager would... Mm. This is, is this the brood witch from Aqua Teen Hunger Force? Um, yes. The manager was <laughs> responding to a commotion, in parentheses, in commas, I should say, in quotations. Quote, like unquote. it's not a real thing. <laughs> it's, it's, it's typed with little word things on it to say it means something special. At the register when a pregnant woman attacked her, according to a report filed with the Pura Police Department, the woman swung her sandwich into the victim's face and after the sandwich fell, punched her twice before throwing cups at her. Both the witness and the security footage matched the woman's story. The assistant record. Recognize the manager. Wait a minute. The assistant recognized the manager according. The assailant. The assailant. That's what it is. The assailant. Wait. I can read it. 
I can read it. Words. I can say them. The assailant. I knew I was saying it wrong. That's why I stopped. Finish the story. The assailant recognized the manager, according to the witness testimony, but the manager did not report knowing her assailant or assistant or however you want to call it. Moving on. on Fox, the assailant. Lobo, you've got the next one, which is highly intoxicated when girlfriend hit girlfriend in face with a pizza. Ohio cops say in the, the profile, the picture this guy's got. Like, his eyes are really big, and he's smiling really huge. Like, someone just kicked him in the testicles, but he's kind of happy about it. Say cheese. An Ohio was woman was assaulted by her boyfriend with a pizza earlier this week, she told police, according to multiple media reports. Kenneth Evans, 24, was arrested and faces charges of assault and criminal damaging or endangering, according to jail records. He was released from jail on Thursday. The victim, who was not named, says she was hit in the face with the pizza and suffered minor injuries, ABC reported. Probably burns. Uh... The incident took place Tuesday night in Missouri, I don't know, sure, Ohio, southeast of Cleveland. Police told media outlets they received a call to a home about a domestic dispute in progress and arrived to find tires in the road and the sounds of someone (laughs) screaming nearby. Hillbillies. Officers followed the noise and encountered a man who was highly intoxicated and slammed the door in their face, reported the Warren Tribune Chronicle. Evans was screaming and belligerent. Billy, you bastards, Billy! Wow, and his mood <laughs> swung from crying to laughing hysterically. <laughs> then there, uh, the newspaper reported the victim told police that Evans attacked her while the two were riding home in the car, and the assault included screaming at her, pushing her multiple times, and hitting her with the pizza. Tribune Chronicle reported she told police Evans continued acting erratically when they got home, kicking the car, tossing furniture around, and trying to fight on. <laughs> fight one of the neighbors. At that point, you say, you know what? It's fucking pizza. No, I'm out. <laughs> he also threw yeah, tires pizza, in the roadway. It's pizza. It's that dude. No, nothing's it's worth pizza. that. I don't care what it is. I can't believe it's not delivering. It's wow, DiGiorno. Sure, <laughs> Wait, I, I, talk about a turnaround of the evening. You go get a pizza and now it's fight time? Something tells me shit went south real quick way before <laughs> oh, this happened. I know it was. She sneaks pineapples onto it. Don't oh, that shit is belongs on pizza. <laughs> eat a dick. <laughs> so threw tires in the roadway and smashed the mailbox. Media Justified mailbox aside. Exactly. Police took See, photos of what all kinds of sense pizza. now. Jesus. While collecting evidence at the scene, Evans was taken to the Trumbull County Jail where he was told to stop boxing the wall multiple <laughs> times. Oh, this guy is totally fucking stable. <laughs> Just, he's, he denied touching the victim, media media outlets reported. He's the victim being the wall. <laughs> There's Dude, a video guy. down below, too. Why is related, is it? No, I don't think that's related. It's just another random drunk guy trying to get into a yeah. car. Has nothing to I do wish with they it. had video of this guy. All right. Uh, why let's, why uh, you fucking pineapple on it? Why? <laughs> Am I alone? Pineapple Am I the only person? On pizza. I, I like pineapple on pizza. Uh, I do. Pineapple and ham? Maybe bacon? I don't tell any of you whose dick sucked. Don't tell me where to put pineapple. That is not completely true. You have told me whose dick to suck on. (laughs) I love how we both immediately jumped in. (laughs) In fact, like 30 seconds ago, you told us all to eat a dick. (laughs) That's not sucking. (laughs) Gotcha. Nomenclature. Oh, and at this point, we've just lost all of our listeners, except for a wonderful lady in the middle of Ohio. Um, Thank you. And good. Okay. Uh, let's go. Uh, Chuck, why don't you take us to Iowa for 91, 98.1 CAC? Who names their radio station CAC? CAC. 
K H A K. The K Hawk. Who is it? The K Hawk crew. K Hawk on Alexa. It stands for K Hawk, dick bag. Wow. Iowa man found guilty of assault by hamburger bun. The Northwest Iowa man is a little lighter in the wallet after being found guilty of assault with a bun. Seriously? Yep. Oh, my God, this writer. Earlier this week, 24-year-old Austin Meadows of Sheldon was found guilty of third-degree harassment and assault. Uh, simple misdemeanors. He, an unarmed victim, was mowing his lawn uh, in rural Sibley, Iowa, in August when Meadows drove by. Meadows hollered an offensive name at the victim and threw a hamburger butt at him, hitting him in the chest. His fine was $102. And 75, 75 cents. Oh, God. Hamburger buns, my only weakness. How did they know? I have to assume there were no sesame seeds on that bun. Dot, 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 mm. dot, dot. Those yeah, guys could have taken an eye out. The, the victim was probably a, a professional soccer player, you know, down, down for the World Cup. It does say the person mowing the lawn either had the right, had to be right along the curb of his Meadows fellows should consider trying out for the Mason City baseball bats team. Maybe luckily, he just frisbeed it. Luckily, the victim, the burger itself luckily, had already been eaten or Meadows hadn't been to Wendy's. And then there's a, there's a link for the Wendy's Where's the Beef commercial. Des Moines man. Did I say it right? Des Moines. Des Moines. Des Moines. Yeah, that's what it's I wasn't supposed rural. to say. The Forget S. about the S's. Des Moines. Des Moines. Stay silent. Des Moines man arrested for assaulting wife with a sandwich. Des Moines man. A Des Moines man. Des Moines, I can't keep oh doing that. That's Stop. what you get for being a dick. <laughs> a Des Moines woman uh, has told police that her husband used a sandwich to assault her. The Des Moines reporter register reported that 21-year-old Marvin Hill II was arrested Tuesday. Polk County jail records say Hill remained in custody on Wednesday in charge of domestic uh, abuse assault. Online court records don't list an attorney for him. Initially, Hill told officers that his wife had assaulted him. He said she awakened at about 1 p.m. holding a McDonald's <laughs> chicken sandwich. Another incidence of someone being beat with I a McDonald's with chicken sandwich. this is the sandwich. same one. This is from 2014. Did we cover this one last year? We did already. Well, we have a slew of new listeners, and I don't remember we're doing it, so maybe they do. I know Aaron Babel will remember it. <laughs> Officers say Hill's wife had mayonnaise on her. Yep, this is the same one. On her yep. shirt, When they, you, you would think we would pre-read these stories, wouldn't you? Yeah. Uh, had mayonnaise on her shirt. She says Hill also smashed the bun into her face. Yes, we have read this one already. And lettuce in her hair. But Correct. you're still going. Tonight on Project Archivist, it's Burrito Brawl, Macho Grande 2018. Feel as though the beans are there in your ears. Macho Grande. Feel as though the rice is in your mouth. Macho Grande. And the tortilla is striking you hard across the head and shoulders. It's Burrito Brawl, Macho Grande 2018. All right, Todd, take us to Burrito Rama. Casper man arrested for throwing hot burrito at sister. Casper police on Saturday arrested a 20-year-old man who allegedly threw a hot burrito at his younger sister, resulting in a burn on her left arm. Gage Fisher was booked into jail on a recommended charge of assault. 
with Deadly Burrito. He will likely make his initial appearance in blah 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 court. A police officer responded for a reported assault at 6.18 p.m. Saturday, according to court documents. I love how you edited all the unimportant addresses and all that stuff right out of it. But go ahead. shit. The mother of both Fisher and the victim told the officer that the two had gotten into an argument about a cup. With Fisher belonging, believing his younger sister had taken the cup from which he had been drinking. Bastard. <laughs> the mother told the Fisher fuck? to leave the house in order to defuse the situation. And Fisher became angry at his mother for taking his sister's side in the matter. Fisher uh, then threw a hot burrito, which had just been removed from the microwave. Ooh, that at his sister. Like lava. No <laughs> kidding, right? <laughs> the burrito hit her arm and caused a burn because burritos fresh out of the microwave are fucking dangerous. The officer photographed the girl's left arm and saw a red mark consistent with something hot like a burrito striking her, according to the affidavit. Fisher, I love who how reported that's in quotation the- marks, too. <laughs> it's a direct quote, ladies and gentlemen. You got to get your facts right. You know, there's 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 a there's a there's, there's a chain a right of burrito custody here. Yeah, there's a right and a wrong way to tell a burrito assault story. You are obviously mm-hmm. doing it the right way, which makes me question why I have you on our show. Fisher, who reportedly had failed to appear in burrito court, failed to burrito comply with a court burrito order or failed to pay burrito as ordered by a burrito judge seven burrito times in In Burrito County County. and was arrested. We need to build a wall to keep these burritos out of our country. Dude, fuck (laughs) you. No way. (laughs) Fucking don't you. I want a slip and slide to bring him in quicker. Yeah. (laughs) Why the fuck are more burritos? Why is there not a hole in the wall to send burritos well, through? We were supposed to have taco trucks on every corner. So yeah, what the fuck happened with that? I'm know. waiting. I don't know. I, oh I, wow, somebody lied. Yeah. Imagine. All right, Chuck, go ahead. Police arrest man accused of assault by burrito in upstate Taco Bell. Taco Bell, not Taco Bell. Burrito. Spartanburg police have arrested a man accused of assaulting another taco kind of a little pause in between the words Bell employee with a hot burrito. The incident <laughs> happened on January 22nd at the restaurant on Pine Street, according to police. The victim told the police an employee at the time of the taco Bell had been complaining and getting arguments with other taco Bell employees. And that's when she told him to stop being a crybaby. He retaliated with the Surely assault. a great way to de-escalate the situation. <laughs> I'm going to de-escalate oh. the situation. I'm going to re-escalate with burrito. Now the cheese from the burrito got all over the victim's arms, face, Why? and on several kitchen appliances. The stove! Oh, the suspect crazy. took off his headset, broke it on his knee, tossed it aside, and yelled, fuck the police. Wow. <laughs> he did not! Fuck the police! <laughs> <laughs> he and walked out, the out of the restaurant. According to police incident reports, police said warrants would be sought for the suspect, Christopher Dalton. On Wednesday, January 31st, jail records showed the 28-year-old suspect was arrested and charged with assault and burrito, third degree, and malicious injury to property. <laughs> third degree burrito. All Conspiracy right. to commit burrito. <laughs> <laughs> Unlicensed burrito. <laughs> burrito under the influence. BUI. Isn't that like some kind of bowel movement? Todd, do the last one. <laughs> well, burritos, as we know, are a good weapon, but, you know, there's other options. Sometimes you want something shorter range. Report man arrested for assaulting girlfriend with a taco. Taco! The confrontation started after the man learned his girlfriend had an online dating profile to which he was not privy. 
Blount County Sheriff's Office deputies arrested a Maryville man after he threatened to burn down his girlfriend's house and assaulted her with a taco, according to a report from the sheriff's office. Steve Irwin Stokes, 47, of Maryville, is charged with domestic assault, aggravated domestic assault, failure to appear in court for a misdemeanor charge in contempt of court, according to the Blount County Sheriff's Office of Tacos. The report states an argument started Friday afternoon when Stokes learned his 46-year-old girlfriend had a profile on an online dating taco website. The girlfriend's adult nephew lives with her and returned from work while the couple argued. The report states Stokes hit her in the face and was tearing up the house. The woman <laughs> said Stokes went outside to yell at her nephew. Down the house. Which is polite. Oh, and when Stokes stepped out, she locked the door. <laughs> Stokes returned to land at 11 p.m. Friday night and the argument rekindled. Hmm. The girlfriend threatened to call 911. He responded by threatening to burn the house down if she called the police. That comes up a lot with this guy. When the girlfriend picked up the phone, Stokes... Picked, picked up, up a taco. The taco. <laughs> <laughs> he then pressed the taco into his girlfriend's face and pushed her down the hallway, according to BCSO's report. The girlfriend yelled for her neighbor, how do you yell through a taco, to the police. <laughs> this is terrible. This really is horrible. Cute. This guy yeah. needs to go to jail. Um, but Stokes threatened to attack the nephew if he made the call. It was not specified whether he threatened with a taco. Instead of calling the police, the neighbor called the neighbor. The nephew called the neighbor because the nephew is a dumb shit. <laughs> Oh, come on. Stokes attacked the neighbor. Stokes attacked the neighbor. You know how that's going to go. Stokes attacked the nephew, grabbing him by the neck with both hands. Responding officers noticed severe redness on the nephew's neck. On the girlfriend, officers saw remnants of a taco smeared on her face as well as her black shirt. Wait, they observed the black shirt or they observed remnants of a taco on the black? That's a bad Oh, it gets better. Keep reading. Officers observed a cake and additional taco remnants on the kitchen floor. (laughs) When officers met Stokes, he was drinking a beer at a neighbor's house. Same neighbor or different neighbor? According to the report, Stokes also mentioned he has extreme anger problems that he is trying to deal with. Huh. It's not fucking working. Before the incident, <laughs> Stokes had outstanding warrants for failure to appear in court. The girlfriend and her nephew suffered minor injuries. Authorities are holding Stokes on a bond which no sane person would pay at the Blount County Sheriff's Office Corrections Facility, according to the sheriff's office. Oh, wow, man. That was painful. There's a pillar now, of the community. Nowadays, I just reach for a taco when I'm angry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't we? Isn't that the thing to do? <laughs> so you just you just made me think of think of one of my favorite bartenders. <laughs> what? Wow. Well, your so, bartender so, assaults you casually with tacos? Okay, story story time about bartender assault. Story Does assault he have tacos. anger issues? Well, so she, this is Bonnie proprietor of Big Bond's uh, Gentleman's Club in the UP, Michigan. <laughs> Bonnie, unfortunately, has passed away. <laughs> Bonnie's like six and a half feet tall, and Bonnie smokes four packs a day, or did until she died from cancer. Um, Bonnie sounds like a hottie. I'm sitting, I'm sitting at the counter looking up hey, at all kid, 300 would you like order Bonnie. a beer from this place? <laughs> That's exactly how she talks. And Bonnie says, when I bought the Kumbaya, place, my lord. I, had to take, I had to take that down every day, and she points to a table leg. I mean, like a fucking table leg that I can't get my hands around, but Bonnie can. Um, And it's covered in dents, and it's all shiny at one end. She's like, I had to use that every night. After a while, all I had to do was pick it up. These days, all I have to do is look at it. Don't make me get the table leg. Is this for real? Are you telling a real story? This is 100% actual real fucking story. Go look up Big Bond. What establishments are you hanging out at? What what are you doing in Upper Peninsula, Michigan? Hey, one of us is in Michigan and one of us is not. I'm just going to say that. I'm in Michigan. So big home bond, of big that's, bonds. That's I'm looking up big bonds. Is that it? Yep. Enjoy. <laughs> big I bonds. Need to go it's to... called big bonds and Marquette. Is that what you're talking about? 
Well, Marquette's the closest city of any size, but it's like 45 minutes out of Marquette. Big Bond's Topless Dance Club in Marquette, Michigan. That'd be the one. What, what are you doing, doing hanging out at a titty bar? Looking oh, at it's titties? got reviews. Hold on a minute. Oh, I'm going right. the reviews. Uh, <laughs> accidental stop to change my phone. Been there over a week now. Uh, this, <laughs> That's Todd's uh, review. Most fun I've ever had. Treating me like I was one, oh, more than welcome. The ladies are beautiful and their heels are hot. Uh, hot <laughs> the guy, one star, didn't even get off. There's a response from the owner. It's an exotic dance club not intended for you to get off. <laughs> Then there's another one. This is from B-Rad, a one-star review. Got off, we'll shut them down. And then there's a review from a Jennifer, uh, just five stars. Thanks for the great review. Really appreciate it. And then Big Bond herself put five stars. So, <laughs> and um, it it looks like the bordello of blood from the outside from the um, it does. From dust till it dawn. It totally does. What were yeah. you doing in Michigan? I was at a bachelor party. Oh, okay. In Michigan? Yes. The fuck, son? <laughs> Dude, People the inside of this the- place looks like somebody's basement. It looks like somebody's basement bar from the 70s. Yep. Maybe it is. Yep. Uh, it, it story checks out. Story wow. checks out. Yeah, this looks like the Bordello of Blood from, from, from um, <laughs> Dust Till Dawn. Con- yeah, except, except, except it has Big Bon in it. And if, and if vampires had shown up, Big Bon would be like, get my table leg. And that'd be fucking movie <laughs> deal. Oh my lord, give me my table leg. <laughs> Movie's over. That was fucking short. All right, let's move on to the next segment here. Hold on. (laughs) This is the Secret Transmission Podcast. We are a podcast about the strange and unusual, the secret and the conspiracies, the friends and the supernatural. We're a podcast that talks about weird things like number stations, the Bermuda Triangle, the Salem Witch Trials, time travel, the moon landing, the Zika virus, serial killers, cults, the deep web, UFOs, superstitions, we cover it all. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, and Google Play. You can also follow us on Twitter, at Secret Transpod, at S-E-C-R-E-T-T-R-A-N-S-P-O-D. Come listen to us try to explain the unexplainable. Good evening, everybody, or morning, or afternoon, or whatever. My name is Adam. And I'm Matt. And we are Graveyard Tales. Now, if you like stories of ghosts, hauntings, the paranormal, preternatural, and the downright weird, and you enjoy a few laughs as well, then you should probably check us out. Find us anywhere you get your podcast. Come join our Facebook group at Graveyard Tales Podcast, or on Twitter at GRVE. Just go search Graveyard Tales. That would be easier. We look forward to seeing you in the graveyard. See you soon. <laughs> All right. We're <laughs> a lot to wrap. So much, so much for a smooth intro. We're going to move along to a couple of stories with Burger King, and then we're going to move on to some McDonald's Nugget Rage. But the first one is going to be Florida, of course. Yeah. It have to do with a cop, of course, because every year we have some kind of a story in, involving cops and their food. Give me a uh, double bacon cheeseburger. Double bacon cheeseburger. It's for a cop. Roger. What the hell's that all about? You going to spin it now? No, I was just telling him that so he makes it good. Don't spit in that cop's burger. Yeah, thanks. Roger. Always when Florida cop accuses Burger King of putting dirt on his burger. It was seasoning. 
Tim McCormick, a cop in Fort Myers, publicly accused a local Burger King of serving him dirt on a burger. But after an investigation, the dirt was found to be the burger seasoning. There's some insecurity here. Fitzpatrick said that after the officers watched the video, they determined that nothing inappropriate had happened to the food cooked for McCormick. So what was it? As part of the prep process for cooking the meat, Fitzpatrick said, there is a salt and pepper blend applied to the food. <laughs> yep, he said it is possible that the spice mixture as well as the flame-broiled grilling process itself may have left particles the officer thought was dirt. Mm, MSG. <laughs> also, McCormick forcing under the Facebook was, name of Durham. Right along. Durham. <laughs> Born Durham. to the stars, added that he noticed that his receipt had blocked letters with the word POLICE on it. Something <laughs> that he had never noticed in previous visits. Or on his car, or his uniform, or the big building he walks into every morning to go to work. But the restaurant has more receipts. Every one of our guests, we ask, may we have your name to better serve you, he said. In this instance, when the server asked McCormick for his name, he simply said, cop. No, it says officer. When the so you really, really have your name, sir? My him. name is Officer. And, <laughs> and the clerk didn't understand him and asked him to repeat his name. He said, first name police, last name officer. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it I'm gonna call it here. This was a, this was a justified dirting. A justified <laughs> dirting. What's your name? My name is police officer. Okay, officer asshole, but what's your actual name? <laughs> I'm I know I have one. come from yeah. government. The article actually closes out with Christ, what an asshole. <laughs> That's the last <laughs> sentence in the article. Yes. And like the letters my mother used to send me from camp. <laughs> Christ, what an <laughs> asshole. What an asshole? <laughs> <laughs> Horrible. Who's doing the next one? Who's doing Sherwood Burger King? Oh, it's me. I'm a Sherwood Burger King, one of my favorites. Sherwood oh, Burger. You're regular there, are you? Sure. Yes, Sherwood, uh, whatever state <laughs> Sherwood was in. Sherwood Burger King was closed, so man stripped naked in street, police said. Totally reasonable, said everyone else. An intoxicated Plainview man was so irate over being locked out of Burger King, he stripped off his clothes and struck an officer a few times, police said. I like how a few times it's casual. Officers were sent about 2.15 a.m. Sunday to the East Jefferson Street Burger King in Shorewood after employees complained of a man standing outside the drive-thru and pounding on the window, buck-ass naked. Buck-ass. He was visibly upset the business was closed and was banging on the drive-thru window, screaming at the employees inside. Alan said he was, brace for shockwave, heavily intoxicated. No. I know. I don't believe it. Manuel Severo, 30, hit the window one more time after police arrived and proceeded to strip naked, then put his pants back on, realizing he had just stripped naked. <laughs> I cannot feel that I have made a terrible mistake. The officer determined no one was injured and no property damaged, Alan said, and contacted one of Severo's relatives to come pick him up and fucking just take him home. <laughs> come, come get Manuel. He's, he's naked at the Burger King. Go home, Manuel, you're drunk again. Again. <laughs> It's a it's a it's a number three again. guys. <laughs> Go ahead, the, officers hand, the officers handcuffed Silvero and sat him on the curb. Alan said, and after he calmed down, took the cuffs off him so he could put his shirt back. On. That's a great idea. Silvero <laughs> repeatedly tried to stand up, and the sergeant placed his hand on his shoulder. Cue music. Alan Zimmer said, down. so, so Silvero hit him in the face dun, 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 dun. and again in the oh. chest. 
Silvera was then arrested. He was booked into the Will County Jail on charges of public indecency, resisting a police officer, and aggravated battery. Silverio was scheduled to appear in court Monday afternoon for a bond hearing. There is no word on whether he showed up or whether his pants did. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, we got to have some fair and balanced reporting here. So we're yeah, going to go to Connecticut. Closed? Wait, I What's just that? have to ask. If, if the place is closed, is that like the way to get them to open? Is like strip naked? And pound on the window? Yeah. Yes. Uh, report back <laughs> with your findings. Seems reasonable. <laughs> Chuck will do it. <laughs> You know what's sad is when, when me and Chuck were down in Columbus, I'll bet that McDonald's that was Strip there, we probably could have got away with it right there. We probably could have. Um, all right. Let's do some fair and balanced reporting and go to Fox News and go back to Lobo, your state of Connecticut. Of so uh, go ahead and read the By the too. most fair and balanced person among us. God, all of these profile pictures, like the, even this guy. <laughs> they, just, they look exactly like the person you would expect Why to be stripping naked outside of Why do I hear the music jackass in my head right now? <laughs> this, guy, this guy grew up with it. Go ahead and read the freedom. article. Fugitive heads straight for Bur- to Burger King after escaping from Connecticut prison. A taste of, of sweet freedom wasn't enough for one escaped <laughs> convict in Connecticut. He presumably needed a Whopper, too. Jerry good. Mercado... 25 escaped from the Robinson Correctional Institution in Enfield in early January and almost immediately made his way to Burger King three and a half miles away. I'm not going to read 3.5. I'm not that. You just did. You just did. According to court documents, (laughs) shut up, obtained by WVIT. WVIT 30. What? You'd have to be. Uh, I don't know. That's how they talk. Ricardo, who uh, has since been apprehended, initially escaped on January 7th via an unlocked door. In his dormitory, <laughs> Connecticut yeah. doing it the right way. He then <laughs> scaled the fence and hid underneath a car parked at the prison, police say. Wow, Honor he is coach. just a genius. He's a criminal mastermind. Indeed, <laughs> sir. An hour later, he was spotted on surveillance cameras at the Enfield Burger King. What an idiot. Still wearing his beard. <laughs> <attire. laughs> Still wearing wear his uniform. I'm out here. <laughs> Where a Burger King customer offered to purchase him lunch. Sir, <laughs> be sir, you seem to be lost. Dude, May I like buy you a Whopper? <laughs> Dude, this has to be a fake story because ain't no motherfucker in Connecticut offering anybody to buy anything for anyone. Ever. He also used the – I buy shit for people. He also used that – wait a minute. We're recording. People are supposed to know that. He also used the customer's <laughs> phone to call his mother, telling her that he had been released from prison through an open door, sir. He came to retrieve him. She came to retrieve him, allowed him to change clothes, and brought him to Hartford. Of course you'd bring him to Hartford. Sure. Where do you go after you get out of prison? Hartford. Not Hartford. <laughs> Correction officers realized Ricardo. Oh, dear. Uh, my computer just all went all weird. Erased officers him. realized Ricardo was missing around three hours after he first escaped. Ricardo's own mother, suspecting something was amiss, had also called the prison to report that her son was out of jail about an hour after the prison staff noticed. Dude, she's a snitch. You shiv that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but was hung up by one, of, on by one of the employees who cited an emergency at the facility, WVIT reports. <laughs> some Ten dude escaped. On, we can't talk. Yeah, some dude <laughs> his mom. Ten days. This dude went to Georgia? He ran to Georgia. This guy makes bad decisions. <laughs> he was apprehended he in He was Canton, looking for Georgia. a soul to steal. Apparently. Did he have a fiddle? Yes. And subsequently returned to prison in Connecticut. 
He's charged with escape in the first degree and due back in court on Tuesday. Mercado had already served two years of a three-year sentence for burglary at the time of his escape. News 12 Connecticut reported. Then there's your story, sir. How the fuck do you second degree escape? Like, like, oops, I slipped and fell and I went over the fence. (laughs) Yeah, I fell out of the fence. I fell into a laundry basket and found my way out. Todd, clearly this isn't the first time they've left the door unlocked. (laughs) (laughs) They've had to make a law about it. (laughs) Well, you know. Yeah. Carl, why'd you leave the door open? All right. God damn it, Carl. (laughs) Damn it, Carl. We're, nice we're going to move on to the competitor, which is uh, McDonald's. And there's a, you, there's a little bit of like a theme chicken here. McNuggets? Yeah, no. there's a little theme here. How much do you like chicken McNuggets? Nuggets suck, dude. They're oh, I love chicken new. McNuggets. Dude, you're oh. a communist. Oh, it's yes. fucking on now. Take us in, Ro. On like Donkey Kong. All right. Now, so good. Hot to clarify up front. Face, neck, and shoulders. Wow. Uh, what? 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 <laughs> Okay, I think I just threw up a little bit. You're talking about spicy Szechuan sauce. Have you, no. have, you guys, have you guys had the spicy Szechuan sauce yet? I have not. I don't even know if they still got it anymore. I was really elated that they brought it back. I was super happy, but it, it did not taste, taste the same. No, it doesn't taste the same because memories are fake. Well, I don't think it's the same <laughs> sauce. Yeah, memory, yeah, we had implanted memories of Szechuan sauce. We're all in the Matrix right now. No, dude, These- we build shit up. We built shit up in our own minds of how no, wonderful something is. because the original Szechuan sauce was And then when it falls great. apart, we can't handle it. I was genuinely bummed. I remember very vividly the day that I walked into McDonald's to order a 20-piece chicken McNugget, and I ordered the Szechuan sauce, and the woman said, we don't have that anymore. And then I sighed and went, okay, I'll just get the sweet and sour. And it was not nearly as satisfying. I was eating the sweet and sour thinking, God, this is not as good as the Szechuan. And then they brought the Szechuan back because of all the crazy shit that went down with the Rick and Morty thing. I think we covered that on last year's episode. And um, it, when I got it recently or a few months ago, I took a picture of it and put it on Facebook. It didn't taste the same. It just was not. It, it was it was subpar Szechuan sauce. And I, I don't think they even remember where they got it from. So they just said, we'll just put some Szechuan sauce out there and people will buy it that don't know any better. And me and uh, many other people were not I fooled. I McDonald's doing that, dude. I can't. Doing what? McDonald's Putting... sticks to a particular dude. They get their fucking tomatoes from one particular farm. I know. Yeah, um, but in the time between, you know, the the business that whatever manufacturer that actually made it could have gone under. Yeah, exactly. They had by night Chinese other. manufacturer. Yeah, yeah. that came out when Milan came out. going out of business. Exactly. <laughs> so we had to change to a different orphanage for raw materials. <laughs> wow, that's just racist <laughs> <laughs> and sexist. <laughs> I'm I don't Asian know. How is what are you talking How about? How is it racist? Workers oh, because we said Asian. Yeah, wait a minute. We said Asian. Well, it's not sexist. I don't really know what wow. I'm saying. I'm, I'm just trying Asians to make it to the damn female? story. Is that what's going on? No, no. Can I just read I the mean, story? Josh, you got some bad news, buddy. You sexist motherfucker. So Bro, anyways. Take us in. Okay, so I got to clarify it because when we first when we first did the fast food freakouts, we read the original story and the video on YouTube of the woman freaking out and climbing through the window saying, if you don't give me McNuggets, I'm going to kill you and I will assume my final form. Holy shit! Let's just make a McNuggets in yeah, my hand. I don't want to get it. It's 10.30 a.m. We don't serve chicken McNuggets at this time. Yes, you do. No, we don't. Why not? Because we don't. You know what? Did you just hiss at me? I'm more than just fucking hiss at you. Did you just scream your ass out of the car? What's going on over there? Don't you fucking run away from me, you bad movie. Yeah. I, 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 I,
this is not that thing. woman. This is a different woman. Do this I is from unhinged woman. Thirteen. Among Us is not climbed in. WTHR. My mom almost did once in a drunken rage, actually. See? But that was a different story. See? Um, <laughs> I say I never climbed in through a drive through window. Well, my mom was eat, drunk. Eat, she eat. ordered a quarter pounder with cheese and they gave her a fillet of fish. Um, Dude, I'd have run through the fucking window. Oh, she they about that shit up. She about lost her shit. She pulled two feet forward, looked in the bag and realized what it was, slammed on the brakes, threw the car in reverse and started backing up, even though there were people in the drive through pulling forward. And me, it was another, oh, great. Mom's drunk, r- drunken mom. Um, rage moment again but moving on okay anyways uh, so many woman, memories woman climbed through drive through window assault mcdonald's worker over chicken mcnuggets i love how they they write these headlines with this they they write them the way that i read they don't include certain things into the which makes it even harder for me to read perfect yeah so woman climb woman climb through window it's it just it sounds like an asian person should be reading it you should be oh reading it in your God. asian voice woman climb the window Diana. oh my God, so racist you're gonna okay. get shot okay <laughs> india this is from indianapolis police are looking for two women who two women climbed through a drive-through window and assaulted a mcdonald's manager over some chicken nuggets the manager at mcdonald's on 16th and meridian streets near downtown indianapolis whoop, whoop, indianapolis listeners told police two women drove up to the window and told him they hadn't received their mcnuggets the manager told the woman they never ordered <laughs> or paid for the chicken and even produced a reprinted receipt as proof a woman in line behind the suspects recorded the incident and posted on her Facebook page, and there follows a video of a woman climbing out of a car and another woman oh, climbing yes. out of the car, climbing through the window. Uh, when the woman said they wanted to buy Chicken McNuggets, the manager told them they would have to drive through the drive through lane to order them, then told them to have a nice day. <laughs> As the manager turned... <laughs> You have to go through the drive-through line again to reorder those nuggets. Have a nice day. Aren't they in the drive-through lane? That's exactly the point. Uh, As the manager turned his attention back to other customers, the woman began pounding on the drive-through window and honking her car horn, honking the horn of their car. Again, I have inserted words where there was no words. Uh, They then climbed through the window, knocking over a container of tea and a tablet register and began assaulting the manager. No, the the tea! (laughs) It's always the tea. The The sweet tea! Climbed back out the window, got into her car, believed to be a silver infinity, and sped off. So she climbed out of her car, climbed into the window, destroyed the place, jumped through the window, climbed back in her car, and tore off out of there. Uh, yep. There was no security. How do they video. believe it to be a silver infinity? They can fucking see it in the video. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, the video's black and white. Like no, no surveillance. No, no, it, it's it's somebody's it's, it's phone. A cell phone, it's the video. phone of the lady behind her. You know what? Maybe it was Sasquatch. Yeah, I, I can't. Even, it, won't, it won't let me click on the video to to play it because I, I would be able to play the audio on this end, but you guys wouldn't be able to hear it. But it's not letting me do it. Anyways, uh, the customer in the drive-through window then recorded the incident and sent it to the store manager. Blah 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 blah. No word of what happened there. So, anyways, moving on. Uh, let's go to Australia where just Nugget blah, Roid blah, Rage. Blah, that. I blah 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 recording, son. This is from the DailyDisgrace.com, surely a reputable news source. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this is in Australia. Who's reading this one? I'll take okay. it. Drunk Aussie just wanted some McNuggets, mate. At 5 a.m. on Remembrance Day, a 30-year-old Australian man, Cole Olson, pulled up to a Sydney McDonald's drive through window after a night of heavy drinking, imagine. His order, 200 McNuggets. The McWorkers <laughs> were not going to, No, that's not a thing. <laughs> we're not going to fill that order, but they were still serving breakfast. Rules are rules, comma, dude. Mr. Olson, <laughs> being oh. drunk and hungry, wasn't about to take no for an answer. I want my fucking nuggets. I'll fuck. say it in an Aussie accent. I want my fucking nuggets. I'll fuck you up. 
That sounds like something a drunk American frat boy would yell. Well, I've yeah. never met an Australian who was a douche. <laughs> but really? thanks to this story, I know I, uh, it went looking very hard. He probably yeah. watches a lot of American movies and emulates what he sees. We have Come a on. lot of Australian listeners, just so you know. Mm-hmm. And hate mail yeah. can be sent to Todd at wheelnerds.com. You are making this uncomfortable, Todd. Wow. Oh, this, it gets better. It gets better. The drunk and rowdy Olsen raced around the drive-thru rain, lane, completing four laps while honking the horn and yelling and beating his best lap time. <laughs> I'm he fucking just, Mad Max! <laughs> wow. He decided that he could live with having 200 hash browns instead of the McNuggets. Oh, this is the article the, you were going to read later. This is just a different version of the, the article. Same, Go ahead. It's a different version, the same thing. Yes. Will that complete your order? Your total is $230. He paid for his breakfast of losers, LOL. He continued to <laughs> yell and curse at the McWorkers, despite them having given him what he asked for. This, of course, frightened them and resulted them locking the doors and calling the police. While the police were on their way, the man claimed they messed up his order. He forgot that he ordered the hash browns and insisted he had ordered 200 large fries and 200 Big Macs. The guy <laughs> Wow, has a thing for the number 200. Perhaps his <laughs> girlfriend weighs. LOL. Wow. He demanded a refund, but was denied. You're wrong, sir. They found the man in the parking <laughs> lot. Go and have your lunch with your portly girlfriend. He was you given a nothing. Let him finish. <laughs> he was given a breathalyzer and blew a .175, which isn't very high if you want to know the truth. Yet yeah, that's actually really fucking high. Um, <laughs> Not in Australia. Yeah, right? apparently in Australia. He was fined $1,000 and made to promise he would be good. That wasn't the first time the man has had to run with the law because of his drinking and bad behavior. I need to Stop. compare this to the other. I'll just find a different story for you. That's all. But go ahead. Who's who's got the next one from Echo? McDonald worker suspended after allegedly headbutting a customer in McNuggets Row. That was you, Lobo, because it had anger issues. Yeah. What are you trying to say? <laughs> I said, wow. McDonald's. I'm not even going to read that part because you did. What the fuck is going on? Oh. <laughs> This thing ain't moving. God damn it. McDonald's employee was suspended after allegedly headbutting a customer in a fight over chicken nuggets. I fucking hate chicken. Fucking nuggets are big, 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 important shit, man. Fuck (laughs) them. Fast food giant said it was investigating as a matter of urgency after alleged incident in the restaurant on Lord Street in Liverpool in the early hours of Tuesday. Oh, this is, these are a bunch of Brits over here, huh? It's a British story. Hello, Gov. Can I have a chicken McNugget? Oh yes, because we all sound like someone from fucking Mary Is Poppins. Is there any nationality or country that we can't offend in this episode? If we got We're gonna try. No. They actually do all sound like they're from Mary Poppins. Well, I don't understand. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Here we go. It is. A, you can send hate mail to no one cares. Perhaps we work our way to Jamaica, Sim. Are we equal opportunity offenders yet? That's it. After <laughs> a customer tried to order some chicken nuggets, McChicken nuggets. They're called McChicken nuggets over there? That's fucking Mc, lies. I lies. thought it's just McNuggets. It's yeah, just McNuggets. Thought, but that lies. Uh, uh, was told this he couldn't direction. act as the store was beginning to sell the breakfast menu. Another guy trying to order Chicken McNuggets for breakfast. Well, yeah, because Chicken McNuggets are awesome. Any time of day. No. In footage. You shut up. Indeed you are. You got to calm down there, Chuck. In footage seen on the by the Echo, a male employee and customer are locked in a scuffle. Scuffle. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Finish him. Before the headbutt the customer, losing his McDonald's issued reindeer hat in the process. Reindeer oh, hat. That's a superpowered headbutt. Fatality. Uh, the customer then appears to throw a punch towards the employee but misses, but the scuffle dislodges the staff member's glasses, which fall 
to the floor. So this dude had on a reindeer hat and was a dweeb. The two customers and a member of staff tried to restrain the pair who continued to scuffle close to the restaurant's counter. A McDonald's spokesperson said, we take matters like this extremely serious and can confirm the individual (laughs) has been suspended. An internal investigation is taking place as a matter of urgency. Because everyone knows nuggets are important. Horrified. No, I read the wrong one. Merseyside police said the incident had not been reported to them. Breakfast serving start times vary from restaurant to restaurant across McDonald's network of restaurants in the UK. That's it. That's all I got. Somebody start saying some nonsensical banter. Uh, Earlier this year, Raw involved one man armed with a metal bar broke out at McDonald's in Boodle. Boodle. Oh, it's kicked in the Boodle. You want to read it? Go ahead if you want. (laughs) uh, One with a metal bar went to the restaurant and attacked two other men already there. Dude, this is badass. Fight broke out. <laughs> fighting broke out, and then all five fled the scene. It was a flash mob for nuggets. Are they providing this as like contrast? Like, because the the one fight sounds like a total freaking slap fight, straight up. Like, I'm gonna try to headbutt you. This badass showed up with a fucking metal bar. Shows yeah, you. And, then, and then, this is what a real fight looks like. We've got a bar, and we're gonna fucking hit you with it. <laughs> all right, Chuck. I, can you want to take us back to Burger King for a man masturbating in a Burger King? Man caught <laughs> masturbating in Burger King. Again. God. <laughs> a, a Nebraska white man. Of course so, it was. So we're all equal opportunity. Was arrested for masturbating at a Burger King Sunday night. Again. One of the Lincoln restaurant employees. Dude, it wasn't a white the, guy. Mm-mm. Get to that name. Who witnessed the event, told police Again. that 24-year-old Khaled Kali his parents were big fans of Middle Eastern action movies, kept entering and exiting sure. the restaurant, and when he'd get inside, he would begin masturbating. Again. The witnesses also told police Khalil's genitals were fully exposed. Again. When officers arrived on the scene and tried to speak with the suspect, they said he appeared to be intoxicated and wouldn't speak to them. Shocker. Again. <laughs> Khalil was arrested and taken to jail for indecent exposure. Again. Police reported that the man had no priors and is not a registered sex offender. He is now. And this is the first time someone has performed lewd sexual acts in a in a fast food restaurant. A man in Florida was arrested in 2015 for playing with his genitals at a Burger King. And you can hear all about year, it on Project Archivist. Yeah. Last year, a couple in the UK also had to appear in court and face jail time after getting caught on the security camera having sex in the Domino's. Yeah. I'll say one thing Pepperoni. about Burger King. Burger King is the place to do this because you can have it your way. So, no one saw that coming. All right, that's what she said. Waka waka. Wait, wait, wait. back, back up for a sec, because that that implies that you've tried it other places and it wasn't as satisfying. It's no fun fucking at Duchess, <laughs> even though it does it fresh. Oh, da, 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 da. I'm loving I'm it. Loving it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not fat at all. None all of right. us. All right, Todd, take us to the New York Post since I found a substitute <clears throat> article, which is the flash mob of Ronald McDonald's invades shit Burger King. Sadly, it's not the flash mob some of our listeners are hoping for. A gang of 15 Ronald McDonald clowns mobbed a Burger King branch to taught staff by chanting, you're shit and you know you are. 
<laughs> the hilarious moment was captured by customer Nikki Jones, who watched as the group dressed as the McDonald's mascot burst into the branch in Minehead, Somerset, a coastal town 165 miles west of London, which is oddly specific. Footage shows the mob wearing the iconic yellow onesie and red hair accompanied by Ronald's rival, the Hamburglar, as they chastise, chanted at cashiers. Jones, a nurse, said she was impressed by how well the Burger King staff members took the jobs at their employer on September 23rd because they're paid minimum wage and nobody fucking cares. Jones mm. said, we were on the way out and decided to call in for some food. While we were waiting, we heard chanting behind us and all these Ronald McDonald clowns came into Burger King. There's around 15 of them all together. They're so like Britishly like calm about this. Actually, I'm yeah, watching you know. the video or I was watching the video. There is actually a Hamburglar in the group, too. Mm. Yep, they said. Yeah, go ahead. It, it was an 80s weekend, so they dressed like this to go out as part of the fancy dress. What? We see the group every year, and they're always <laughs> oh, up for know. a laugh. I'm not sure it was planned before the night. The outfits definitely were, but I don't think the visit to Burger King was. I think they were probably just walking past and decided to do it on the off chance. Everyone in the restaurant just went along with it. It was really funny. Everyone just got it straight away. The whole restaurant was laughing along with them. The cashiers laughed along with them and carried on doing their jobs. LOL, and, we're British. And, and then the clowns opened fire. <laughs> this, I'm really, I'm really hoping when these clowns start to fight soon, because otherwise this is a disappointing story. There was just one of the cashiers who didn't understand what was going on and looked confused, and there was a fight. No, but the rest of them took it well. They weren't disturbing anyone, just having a bit of fun. And then being British, they all queued up. Mm -hmm. Yes, queued calmly up. and got in line. Calmly, rationally. Waited their turn. Mm -hmm. To make fun of McDonald's. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was a great weekend. I think this video shows the fun we have every time, says a representative of the McDonald's. Yeah, that wouldn't happen in America. This, this, nope. No. no, in America, no. somebody would have been beaten or the cops would have been called or... Gunfire. Yeah, ch charges <laughs> would have been assault. placed or somebody would have been offended by these people walking in and yelling and swearing. Whereas in Britain, they're like, oh, yes, it's very funny. Right? <laughs> I say. Let's say you believe in uh, freedom. <laughs> what is it? What's all this then? Right. What's all this then? What's all this then? Box. I'm sorry. There's nobody right here. Now. Okay. We've offended right. uh, Asians. We've offended Australians. We've offended the British. Uh, more than a few people in Florida, which is common for us. We need to find some Canadians to offend. Want to get in contact with the show or listen to back episodes? It's easy. Go to www.projectarchivist.com. On the right side of the page, you'll find links to our archives, as well as links on how to get onto our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter. If you want to leave a voicemail for us, it's 734-681-0459. Yes, we do listen to all of them. Or if you want to talk to Lobo directly, you can call 203-212-9975. Yes, that will in fact put you in touch with his cell phone. If he's available, he will take your call and talk to you. If you're just looking to send us an email, you can do that at projectarchivist at gmail.com. Don't forget to look for us on iTunes under the podcast section, or you can stream us right to your phone with the Stitcher Android app for free. All right, so this is going to be the last segment for the show because we're running dangerously long and we still have a ton of stories to cover. So since we've offended everybody else, it's time for us to go to Canada and offend our Canadian <coughs> listeners with Timmy's. And this is, this is God, this was the story, the Canadian story of the year. Um, woman detained after feces flinging incident at Langley Tim Hortons. Take it away, Chuck. A woman could be facing charges after an irate confrontation at Langley Tim Hortons Monday ended in feces being thrown at staff. On Wednesday, a surveillance video showing Tim Hortons staff being harassed was posted on LiveLeak and YouTube. In the video, which has no sound, a woman can be seen 
screaming at staff before squatting on the floor and relieving herself. She then picks up the excrement and throws it. Okay, at this staff. is where I need to interrupt you, because as we were saying before we started recording the show, I was amazed by the amount of product that this woman could create on demand. Like, have you is, is anybody here watched the video of this going down? Yeah, but I didn't really study how much was coming out of okay, her. Okay, <laughs> why don't we why don't we play the is there a place on here where you can play the video? Yeah, scroll down to the bottom. Yeah, at the okay, bottom. Okay, let's let's have you play the video. And um I want I want to hear your reaction as it happens. So go ahead and press play on it. So, you know, I'll I'll play it play on this and there's no sound for it, of course. Oh yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, argue argue. Yeah. Going back and forth. And just, just now she's yelling over the counter. The shirtless right. guy is laughing at them. Yeah. Because there's a shirtless guy in the background, by the way. I think he's is that guy shirtless, think, or is it just an orange shirt? I uh, know. I think he's shirtless. Shirtless, bag fat yeah. guy in the background. Yeah. So, so she's still arguing. Okay. Now she's slamming yeah. stuff around. Now, this is it right here. This is the part. And takes off her top, bottom shirt that she's got tied around her. Ugh. <laughs> Boom. She's getting some extra napkins, you know. To <laughs> wipe her. Yeah, make sure you're clean. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to mess with that. Yeah. Yeah, she's it's like it's amazing how fast she does that on demand. So anyways, she really had to go, man. I guess so. I guess so. All right. You can when you got to go, you can go back and continue reading the article now. I can't I can't stop watching. (laughs) (laughs) She's through some poop. RCMP Corporal Holly Largy confirmed that RCMP received a complaint. She said a woman (laughs) was detained and released, but to attend court at a later later date. The BC Prosecution Service will review the circumstances and determine if charges will be laid. I'm guessing, yeah. The Tim Morton's employee had apparently denied the woman access to the restroom. Well, that's why she had one in the chamber. (laughs) There's your problem right there. She she had to go to the bathroom. Now, like right now, like, no, I'm going to shit on this floor if you don't let me get in that restroom right now. And they're like, yeah, "Yeah, whatever, you're bluffing. She's like... (laughs) Oh, yeah. She warned them. That's exactly what they said. You are bluffing. You made me do this. You brought me to this. Our current understanding is that the team member used their discretion in this case and denied access to this guest based on past behavior (laughs) and out of turn (laughs) for the immediate safety of team members and guests in the restaurant. (laughs) This is not the first Based on past behavior. (laughs) Safety. The safety. Don't go. <laughs> this woman is on file as a habitual Tim Hortons bathroom. You, what does she do? Destroy the bathroom? She, I'm sorry, man. If you Please. let her in there, we're all in danger. <laughs> do not, do not open the bathroom. There's a do not give her the key her. attached to the hubcap. Okay. <laughs> do not give key to this woman <laughs> for the safety of our employees. For the safety of all mankind, for the good of humanity and the planet Earth and the solar system. And all of Canada. <laughs> okay. He's armed and dangerous. Go ahead. And all those go children not get immediately. Oh, go ahead. They are working with the franchise owner and will be looking into this matter further. <laughs> we are deeply concerned by this video as the safety of our team members and guests is always a top priority for us. In limited cases across the country, <laughs> restaurants have a restricted access policy for fuckheads liable to throw their own shit around. 
to ensure the well-being of our guests. The statement How do you said. review it? You watch the video and you go, okay, she dropped trial, produced product, through product. <laughs> yeah, but there's probably a guy part of that review panel going, wait, wait, wait. Did you see how much she How do you, what do you, you got to shut the restaurant down and like totally reclean that place. Yeah, you got to like bleach everything. Nobody's going to want to go ever. there and get a maple donut after this. Nobody. They just have to burn it to the ground. I guess so. Is that... <laughs> Is that spice or dirt or, you know, shit? Oh, my burger. okay. Um, let's go back to Fox News. Lobo, this is an anger issues article, so I'm going to have you read this one. Of course it is. Restaurant owner Donald Crump accused of choking woman over cold what? fries. That's Crump. A customer, yeah, a customer of Tennessee restaurateur Donald Crump said she just <laughs> wanted the owner to make her fries great again. Ugh. <laughs> But Crump ended up arrested, accused of choking the woman after she complained about the cold fries. Though Crump insists he merely removed the woman for disrespecting his business. Like she you was do. there spreading her fake news. <laughs> As one does. I got fries. I got Crump the greatest fries. Of- fabulous fries. My God. They Everyone best. says so. No one does. You know it. Uh, I know it. Crump Everyone found- knows it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I fucking hate that man. Crump founder of Crumpy's Hot Wings. <laughs> In Memphis. <laughs> There's a problem with your name, sir. Allegedly got into a tiff with Renisha Moore last Friday when she approached the counter complaining her fries weren't smoking. Moore told WREG she placed the order over the phone and went to pick it up 45 minutes later. I saw that my food was kind of, it's usually smoking. Smoking? What the fuck is she? Yo, steaming. But it wasn't smoking this time. It was kind of dry, so I said, "Can I get some fr- fresh fries?" More to- yeah, you, you really, you're not, you're not giving this in the Memphis accent. Not, that really, that gonna, line makes more sense with the accent. Not gonna do it. Confronted the 61 year old restaurant owner about the supposedly cold food. Crump was nonchalant. I don't think she knew that what that word was, and blamed her for being late to pick up her order. He then allegedly refused to refund her money. I was probably a little bit late, but they told me 25, 35 minutes over the phone. And usually they don't have the food ready when I get there. So I gave them a little extra time. Sure you did. The Two customers hours later. More recalled shoving the food on the counter and the fries then dropped on the floor. Three witnesses told police they saw Moore throw the alleged cold food on the floor before the <laughs> argument escalated. Allegedly cold. Mm. He pushed me into the fishbowl. <laughs> of course there's a fishbowl. Sure. And he did it with his two hands and literally started choking and strangling me like I barely could breathe, Moore told WREG. He said, don't disrespect my store as he was choking me. She added, <laughs> if I can't get any fresh food and you're not going to give me my money back, what else could possibly be done? And you are the manager. Well, choking was clearly the first. Moore option. said she went to the hospital on Sunday because she suffered painful injuries from the incident. Though witnesses said they saw Crump choking the woman, Crump told WMC Action News he grabbed her to remove her for disrespecting his business. He said there was (laughs) video evidence that backed up his claim, though he didn't immediately provide it because he said he had to consult his lawyer. Crump was arrested and charged with aggravated assault. Don't you disrespect my wings! I, I did not choke her. I simply grabbed her around the neck and tightened it's, down so that she could not you breathe. Sound like, it was a neck hug. You sound like Bill Clinton. If you're trying to sound like Donald Trump, you're failing miserably. I'm just saying. I am not trying to sound like okay. Donald Trump. Well, now we got to go back for Burrito Brawl 2, Electric Boogaloo, back to Todd. If I was going to do Donald Trump, it would be like this. It would be the best. It would. Be, everyone would agree my Donald Trump is now the you best. Sound everyone like, knows. Yeah. 
I didn't touch that woman. If you guys both saw me, John F. Kennedy. It is the best. You're wrong. And no one agrees with you. You are a, a an, an abused child. Todd. Rito Brawl. Do you need me to save you, Ro? <laughs> Do you need me to save you with more burritos? <clears throat> you thought you were done with burritos. Burritos were not done with you. Macho Grande. Armed man at Greektown Burrito Shop Brawl was on parole for murder records. Why do murder you go to Greektown to get a burrito? I could see going to Mexican town to get a you go to Greek town to get Greek food. You don't go to Greek town to get burritos. Maybe well, it was here's, zero here's burrito. The, wait for it. We are still waiting. Cook Cook County. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. We're still waiting. <laughs> Everybody that's listening to this show is waiting on you, Todd. <laughs> right now. I'm just going to giggle for a minute. <laughs> Cook County Criminal Courthouse, a man on parole for second-degree murder, was denied bail on Monday on allegations he pistol-whipped someone during a brawl at Taco Burrito King in Greektown this weekend, where they apparently serve everything. Tariq Anderson, 26, was captured on surveillance video, repeatedly beating a 29-year-old man with a gun about 4.20 a.m. 4.20. Saturday at Taco Burrito King. (laughs) What? What? 811 West Jackson Boulevard, according to an arrest report. Anderson of the 730... 7300 block of South Indiana Avenue was convicted of second degree murder in 2013 and sentenced to 18 years in prison, state records show. Details of that case were not immediately available Monday. He was credited (laughs) with serving more than four years in Cook County Jail while awaiting trial and later released on parole in October 2016 to go get a taco. For his alleged role in Saturday's Greektown brawl, Anderson now faces additional charges of unlawful use of weapon by a felon, aggravated battery with a deadly weapon, and aggravated battery in a public place. Cook County Judge Stephanie Miller on Monday denied Anderson bail. Miller said Mark Roberto, a second man charged in the brawl, could be released on his own recognizance pending trial because he had not pistol whipped anybody much. According to the police, (laughs) Roberto 31 punched multiple people in their faces and bodies during the fight but totally didn't pistol whip. Ravito of the 7300 block of South Roads Avenue is charged with aggravated battery in the attack. He was shot in his chest during Saturday's fight and remained hospitalized Monday. Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. Things This escalated. (laughs) He did not appear in bond court at the Leighton Criminal Courthouse. And they give the address of the courthouse for some reason. According to court records, Rabito was previously sentenced to three days of community service for a minor offense. No additional details were immediately available. Tacos are suspected. A third man charged in the brawl, 26-year-old Dishun Carter, is slated to appear in bond court Where Tuesday. is this going? <laughs> I don't know. It's like it's starting to read boring. Um, officers responded to a battery in progress call at Taco Burrito King. At 4.20 a.m. Saturday. This sounds like the dream of stoners everywhere. <laughs> Taco Burrito King. <laughs> Taco Burrito King, dude. And we're going to get there at 4.20. Taco. Yeah. Tacos, man. Oh, man. Tacos. Not, not so hypothetical anymore. We're still waiting. Witnesses. <laughs> Witnesses told police Carter fired multiple shots during the brawl. Roboto was shot in his chest, possibly from Carter, and taken in critical condition to Stroger Hospital. A 26-year-old woman, meanwhile, was grazed in her foot and refused medical care because she wasn't done with her taco, police said. (laughs) Carter sustained a self-inflicted gunshot wound to his leg (laughs) in the attack. Court records show his burrito was also lost and is by the community. I will take the next one. Back to Fox News again. Drunken man breaks into Taco Bell, 
Sorry. I apologize for that one. That was a misstatement on my behalf. Taco dot 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 bell to empty Doritos and taco shells. A 22 year old man uh, confessed of breaking into a Southern California Taco Bell because he was drunk and hangry. Police said Jose Cruz showed up at the Pasadena police station, allegedly admitted to early Saturday morning break in. (laughs) He showed up. Excuse me. I broke into the Taco Bell last night to eat the taco shells. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> My bad. Lieutenant Pete Hatima Hatima Hat Sure, that guy. Uh, Matata. Uh, the man matched the description given by police who called the report a fast food burglary. According to reports, Cruz said he broke into the Tex-Mex chain. Tex-Mex Taco Bell? What? Okay, sure. What? Broke into the Tex-Mex chain because he was drunk and had a craving for Dorito Locos taco shells. He said he was drunk and hungry and broke into the business to eat taco shells, which is exactly what I just said because these stories are written so redundantly bad. Lieutenant Hatama confirmed. Uh, Lieutenant Hatuna Makata said it it appeared 10 Doritos taco shells were taken from the counter, but is also unknown how many the man ate. Some of the shells were left crumbled on the floor. The San and Gabriel oh, yeah, Valley Tribune reported <laughs> Cruz was arrested on suspicion of crim- commercial burglary and being held in Los Angeles on $20,000 bail. So somebody assaulting another person is held for $6,500 bail for smashing a taco into somebody's face and beating the hell out of two people. And this clown who just was fucking drunk and wanted some actual Dorito is $20,000. Yes. Yeah. This guy doesn't seem like a big threat to the community. Like, hey, you know what you need to do is not fucking get drunk and break into shit. Well, it gets worse. Um, Speaking of drinking, driving, and Taco (laughs) Bell, Chuck, take us to ABC Action News in Florida. Oh, no. Florida man arrested for DUI after mistaking bank drive-thru for Taco Bell. He's a busy dude, Florida man. Probably the most normal profile mugshot picture we've seen thus far. Ever. A Tampa man was arrested on Wednesday afternoon for DUI after he reportedly mistook a bank drive through for a Taco Bell. According to the Fernando County Sheriff's Office, the manager of Bank of America on Mariner Boulevard called to report an impaired driver after he found an unconscious man behind the wheel of a blue sedan in the bank's drive through lane. The manager told deputies that after beating on the car window for some time, he was able to wake up the driver. Upon waking up, the driver asked the bank manager for a burrito before driving away after being informed he was not at Taco Bell. We call it Taco Bell, not Taco Bell. When deputies arrived, they found a blue stand in the parking lot. The driver, Douglas Francisco, 28, was still in the driver's seat with the car running. The manager of the bank confirmed that Francisco was the same driver who he had called about. According to the arrest report, Francisco made several unusual statements. Deputies also noted that he had delayed reactions to their questions as well as slowed movements consistent with someone under the influence of prescription narcotics. After Francisco failed a series of field sobriety exercises, <laughs> beginning with identifying a bank and a Taco Bell, state your name. Taco Bell. Blue. <laughs> Is that a bank or a Taco Bell? <laughs> Their service sucks there. <laughs> the error arrest report states that he had oxycodone and Xanax on him, both of which he was prescribed. He was transported to the county jail on a $1,000 bond. Oh, um, Lobo, do you want to do the, uh, do you want to do the lighthearted vigil for Taco Bell? We already covered that. I was Montgomery, <laughs> Alabama. It started That's as many yeah. things do on the internet as a joke. 
It ended with dripping candle wax and a box of tacos tossed from the bed of a pickup truck. <laughs> you know, like you do. Yards away from the charred and partially collapsed remains of a 24-hour Taco Bell restaurant. The fast food restaurant caught fire in the early morning hours of Wednesday, January 17th. No one was injured, and authorities haven't determined the cause of the blaze. Fire was the cause of the blaze. Seems likely. Yeah, I would think so. Not Fire snow. was the symptom of the blaze. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> the closure of taco sauce? Mmm, fire sauce. But the closure of Taco Bell, a bastion of cheap, delicious, and nearly always available food for young people and anyone looking to save a few and dollars. Incredibly lit. Hit close drunk. to home for, well, for many current and former Montgomery <laughs> residents. A yeah, Facebook proposal for a. Adult shit. I'm done adulting. We want it to be grown up so bad. Look at us. Taco Bell. Facebook proposal. I love Taco Bell. A Facebook proposal for a candlelight vigil to mourn the restaurant went viral, and more than 100 people showed up Sunday night to honor their fallen favorite. Without tacos. Exactly. It just gave people something to talk about other than all the negativity that's going on right now, organizer Kate James said (laughs) on a tongue-in-cheek event. I just... We can get people to organize for this, but we can't get enough people to vote. The crowd, many in their teens and early 20s, brought taco... Bell products and candles milling about the parking lot of the adjacent Arby's after (laughs) event organizers found the Taco Bell lot was closed off. Local comedian Ashley Nicole Portis performed a reprise of a Taco Bell parody video she released last year. A recent graduate of Alabama State University explains why she's a comedian. Portis said the Zelda Road restaurant was a key to college. I've you don't have to do the taco space anything taco anymore either. Bell. Okay, fine. What? Because it's actually getting annoying <laughs> Dude, now. You I know. Go ahead. I know. I know. It's gone too far. I know. Jason, Jason and... It never and, goes too far. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Whatever. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> We're almost done. Just go. We're almost done. Just go. Open bottles of beer. Get to the chop oh, God damn it. Stop talking! I was a theater major, and we had long, long rehearsal nights. It was extremely taxing. We don't always have time to eat. You miss the cafeteria in early. It closes early. In Montgomery, everything else closes early. After Porter's performance and a toss of a Taco Bell party pack into the crowd, a young guy with a bucket circled the the parking lot, picking up bits of wax and paper the crowd had dropped. The vigil was lighthearted for an improved... for all involved, but Portis and Taco Bell was a favorite of hers for the same reason many young people just o- just old enough to drive their parents' car to a quick dinner or confined to kitchen-less dorms are often drawn to fast food joints. Waffle House is open, but if you really want to get full, you've got you got to have 10 bucks, uh, $10. Sometimes you don't have that, Portis said. Sometimes you... They're out of waffles. Taco Bell, they're never out of tortillas. No, because they don't run out of stuff. Wait, when is the, why are Waffle Houses running out of waffles? The same One reason wonders. why KFC runs out of chicken. Bad thought. When does As KFC the, run out of chicken? Dude, over here all the fucking yeah, time. Yeah, when you were gone, I actually it's found an article. Insane. Yeah, there was a thing happening over in, in the UK where uh, they were running out of chicken gravy and they were running out of chicken. And they actually, yeah. the police had to actually put an announcement out saying stop calling their version of 911 and asking when KFC was going to get chicken back. <laughs> I didn't I didn't put the article into the show, but yeah, there's there actually is an article for that. 
that it happens so much. England always makes me feel better about America now. <sighs> Anyways, yada, yada, yada. Story, story, story. McDonald's failed me. You lift me up. Sonic was closed. You filled my cup. When Arby was dark, you made me smile. Your quesadilla sustained me for my, mile after mile. Blah, blah, blah. Fucking done with the story. Bye. All right. Touching. <laughs> We've only got a couple left. We're almost done. I'm going to move back to Fox News again. I'm going to go to irate KFC customer throws credit card machines at staff, spits on police. The video for this is fantastic. A woman was arrested on Friday night after verbally and physically assaulting staff during a drunken tantrum at KFC restaurant in Australia. <sighs> the unidentified woman was recorded by another customer, Andrew. What? <laughs> must check. Must checkies at the Adelaide. Hey, OK, OK. Adelaide. I'm sorry. We know somebody lives in Adelaide. What? KFC around 930 p.m. Friday. Um, must must checkies. So the woman was trying to pay for her order via bank transfer because she did not have cash or a card on hand. News.com.au reported. <clears throat> then she got very aggravated and started screaming and yelling. He said uh, to news, blah, blah, blah. Again, uh, in the recording, the woman seen picking up. EFTPOS machines, EFTPOS, okay, machines, and whipping them at the K. Electronic fund transfer. That's what EFT stands for. POS, point of sale. <laughs> Not piece of shit. Point of sale. Mm-hmm. I'm dumb. <laughs> you may proceed. Machines and whipping them at KFC employees and the menu monitors, one of the one of which she hits, all while screaming nice. curse words and insults. That almost got you, the woman says, after one of the F-tops machines seemingly comes close to a staff member. After the video stops, <laughs> Mishkasis told news.com.au that the woman grabbed a 24-pack of 7-Up cans that were on the counter and threw those as well. <laughs> then two guys came. They said uh, they were from the store across the road. They both pinned her down and uh, until four or five police on horses that's important to the story apparently on horses came up and put her in cuffs he told (laughs) there was no calming her down she was psychotic according to News Hub how many news organizations are going to be represented in here Korean News Hub KFC employees fled to the kitchen and placed the call to police when the police arrived they arrested a young woman she reportedly spat on the officers the Daily Mail reported okay how many different news outlets are they going to bring up here the woman was reportedly charged this is a big story was the really big news the woman was reportedly charged with disorderly conduct property damage two counts of assault two aggravated accounts of assaulting police and not getting any chicken no one was injured during the woman's drunken rampage uh later the woman took to social media to apologize news hub reported ding another news organization alcohol is a drug and it's sick <laughs> time for me to make a change and go back to the gentle girl that was once me she shared on her facebook page according to the publication life hasn't been an easy one uh, life hasn't been an easy one, and we'll all we all make mistakes. Uh, if I see sick in here one more time, we all make mistakes <clears throat> now. That's what it says. We all make mistakes now, but opportunity to turn it around and make the uh, the best life it can be. So um, let's move on to a story that only Todd can cover. This is going to be coming from new nbc los angeles.com and this is naked man enters mm. jack in the box and it gets worse from there what an appropriate place to do this at how indeed <laughs> could it get worse from there well let me tell you police say they found the man with his pants and underwear around his ankles actively masturbating as one does a registered sex offender was arrested thursday after walking <laughs> naked into a port restaurant and masturbating in front of employees police say and in this case i think you can say again The incident happened around 5.37 a.m. at a jack-in-the-box at 
in North Ventura Road. When officers arrived, they found 49-year-old Oxnard resident Aaron Edward Carter, a.k.a. the masturbator, standing in the lobby area with his pants and underwear. Was that a supervillain name? Yes. <laughs> it's wow, him. Mad Jacker. The masturbator. The masturbator. I would have got away for it, too. What <laughs> you stupid kids? According to the Port Hemingway Police Department, Police said that Carter had entered the restaurant with his genitals exposed and masturbating. And then, while still masturbating, approached three female employees at the front counter while shouting, Come on, baby. <laughs> After police arrested Carter, they found a glass meth pipe on his person. Police oh. said Carter is a registered sex offender who was on probation oh. for petty theft and resisting arrest and presumably masturbating somewhere inappropriate. Oh, come on, baby. He was booked Ooh. at the Ventura County yeah, Jail for... In- Decent exposure and possession of drug paraphernalia. Ah. All right, I'm going to read the. Just, go ahead. The man saw Jack in the box and he was like, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> he was looking I, for I a box. Jack, right? <laughs> yeah, all right. I could go Jack in a box right cool, now. Cool. Huh? Yeah, this is convenient. I, had, I love uh, these modern restaurants. I had Jack in the box for the first time in a very long time. Uh, let's see. Well, it was last year, actually. We were heading down to Ohio. And uh, there was a Jack in a Box. We don't have them up in Michigan. There's not really that. There's not any on this side of the states. There's only a few over here. And it was like, you got to try the tacos. You got to try the tacos. And they were horrid. They were like dis- disgusting, horrible tacos. And then when I went out I to can. California uh, last December, we actually had them at Jack in the Box out there. And they were a much different product. Um, really? Yeah. They, the ones out there were definitely different. They weren't. I don't They were better, but they weren't. I mean, they were made better. They weren't soggy and sloppy like the ones that we had over here on this side of the states. Um, maybe, maybe it's the guy jacking off going into the restaurant that helps the product, but I don't know. All right. I'm going to read. Did the, you um, do that? No, I did not do that. I did not do that. Actually, what did you expect? I, I don't know. I don't know. You got to give him the secret sign. I do prefer Del Taco. Mm-hmm. Um, given the, it's Taco Bell, but then there's also Del Taco and I do prefer Del Taco to be honest with you. Del Taco fish tacos. I could eat like 20 of those damn things. So yeah, is it, that's your Burger King had tacos often. for a while. Well, they're all owned by the same company, Taco Bell and Burger King. Um, not Burger King. I was thinking of KFC. Nope. Never mind. Yeah, Bar- Burger King did have tacos for a little nope. while. That's right. Yeah, Burger King had tacos. They're owned by uh, Tim Hortons now. Yeah. Yep. They also had ribs for a short time, and they were extremely expensive. See, I always see uh, uh, Taco Bell, Pizza Hut, and KFC. Yeah, they're yeah. all part of Yum They're all the same. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. I remember Burger King had ribs for a little while, too, but we think we covered that on one of the shows. They were expensive as hell. Yep. All right, I'm going to read this last article, and then we're going to call it good. Uh, woman smashes hey window Christ. at New York, C- New York City Popeyes because $4 wicked good deal doesn't come with a soda. The video for this is also a soda. A soda. Uh, police are looking into looking for a woman captured on surveillance video smashing the front window of a Popeyes restaurant with a chair, apparently angry because her $4 wicked good deal didn't come with a soft drink. It happened at a Popeyes on Forest Avenue in Staten Island Sunday, according to the NYPD. Security video shows that the woman flipping off po- uh, employees, then picking up a sign and throwing it. Finally, she uses a chair to smash a window ECW style. An employee who didn't want to be identified told News 4 the woman was cray-cray. Cray-cray. Uh, the customer's the customer was drunk, you think, and angry no. because the $4 wicked good deal, which is the fifth time that I've probably said that, didn't come with a soda. Probably the fifth time I've said that as well. Employees tried to explain that the deal includes an order of wicked chicken strips plus a side, a buttermilk biscuit and dipping sauce, but does not include a soft drink. What was that? How much did they pay for this many re- repetitions of their thing? I don't know. But this, <laughs> is like, this is like a clickbait article. 
This feels like a like a like an SEO scheme. They told her that she was confused and may have been thinking of the Wendy's four dollar meal deal, but she was so irate she couldn't be reasoned with. The employee said. Hopefully they find her. I don't want her in this store, the employee said. The NYBT, the <laughs> NYPD is asking for help identifying the woman last seen wearing a pink bandana, black jacket, and jeans. Police think she's an adult between the ages of 18 and 100, uh, though the tantrum she threw over his <laughs> soda suggests otherwise. Anyone with information is asked to contact the contact, contact Crime Stoppers at 1-800-577-TIPS. And then below it, there is a picture of a shopping cart going down a grocery aisle. What eight hundred? <sighs> and we have made it through this episode, gentlemen. So, um, being that Lobo is pressed for time, and we are all approaching burnout very quickly, um, Chuck. I always ask you this question, so I'm going to move over to Todd. Where can people find your show, Todd? What is your show about? Um, oh, where people get free well, stuff by listening to it. I don't know. I'm glad you asked. The answers to your questions are wheel nerds, wheel nerds, and yes. Uh, Chuck and I appear on wheel nerds at wheelnerds.com. We talk about motorcycles and stuff. stuff. Freak out uh, is not certain, but not impossible either. <laughs> <laughs> no guarantees. All right, guys. Thanks for coming on here and doing this. It's been a lot of fun. Todd, I've, I'm glad I finally got you on here. I need to get you on I'm here more I often. On. This was a good time. Um, yeah, thanks for doing this, guys. I really appreciate it. And uh, thanks, buddies. We uh, we will talk to you guys again. Cool. Okay. You just got your asses whipped by a bunch of goddamn nerds. <clears throat> so Todd is entirely too professional for the show. <laughs> I don't know if I'd say that. He, well, you know what? It's funny because like he's really, really good at reading reading the articles and adding just the right amount of sarcasm in certain spots and embellishing the story a little bit. And uh, actually, he was great having him here. It was a lot of fun. I need, We definitely need to have him back on here more often. It's just a... Uh, I think it's primarily just a scheduling issue. So I'll be meeting up with him in person when uh, myself and Chuck and my wife and kids all go out to Vegas in October for the motorcycle expo out there. So, and I do recommend that everybody listen to the next episode of wheel nerds because Chuck just got back from, um, we'll call it an adventure in Vegas. Um, It's one way to put it. I know part of the story, but we didn't. Todd knows none of the story, so we didn't discuss any of it before the show because Todd hasn't heard the story yet. And their next episode is going to be about the fear and derping in Las Vegas, for the most part. But um, great, yeah, the audio on this show. As we record this, it is the next day after we've recorded that episode, and I have been working on. I've been producing this show. I've been sitting in this chair. For probably 12 hours, I got up long enough to go out to eat with the wife, and then we came back home, and then I sat back down. And at this point, my ass is now part of the seat. So that's a lovely picture. (laughs) I have put so much production work into this episode. Hopefully, everybody at this point has enjoyed it. I've put a lot of stuff into this show. I've gotten a lot of life out of those Logan Logan and Jason calls from all those years ago with the taco dot 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 bell. Um, Great. The big thing is is that because there was four of us on Skype, we all have different microphones and we all have different audio settings and stuff. It It was really hard for me to do that show without it being muddy. And um, at this point, you haven't listened to it yet either. So hopefully you have listened to this show by this point in the point that we're hearing this. Right Probably now. not. <laughs> no, listen to this episode. Really do. There's some funny stuff in here that I threw in here, surprisingly, that I, I, I'm very proud of myself for some of the stuff that I've done in this show. 
all of those classes that I took to learn how to do Adobe. And plus, I've got the newest version of Adobe Audition to record this with, so I've pulled a whole bunch of new tricks out of my sleeve for this episode. And I've blatantly abused a lot of shit repeatedly in the show. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> so anyways, you have no idea. And if you listen to it, you'll understand. But um, Maybe. Anyhow, um, next week, I will not be here next Saturday. I'm going out of town early on Sunday morning, and I simply, um, I, I just won't be able to be, be able to do a show on Saturday night because I'll have to be in bed early. And if all goes as well, I'll be meeting up with a couple of listeners down in Cincinnati. Um, and I just, I'm not going to be able to do it. I might throw up a found audio show or something like that. Um, just put something out there because I've got, I still got tons and tons of found audio and all these um, lectures and stuff from way, way back from UFO people and stuff. So I, I might throw something up there. I don't know. And then, yeah. um, as we're recording this, I have to be up in five hours to go yeah, to work, which is why we're almost going to be done. Um, and then the following week, me and you have a show. Are you going to be able to be here on the fourth? I don't see why not okay. unless we have so I'll have to well I don't want to say have to call in someone well I don't want to say who the guest so. is going to be on the air I'll tell you off the air who it is because I don't want to have the curse of the show and ruin the guest that's supposed to be coming on so um but it's somebody that we like I had to book like a while ago because their schedule is so intensely busy that uh and they've never done a podcast before so anyways um oh this is the one I don't have a book for no it's not a book it's a blog um, so I'll be able to send it to you and you'll be able to read. You know who it is. We've talked about it. And, Do I? Yeah, and I think you like their blog. So um, Maybe. We're just being incredibly vague, which is probably pissing people off right now. Vague booking. Vague booking, very much. So, uh, yeah, I think that's it. That's everything that we had to say. I just wanted to get out there that I'm not probably, I definitely will not be here next week and we'll be back with another original show the week after. Um, Patreons, you will be getting a outtakes short outtakes episode from some of the stuff from the outtakes that was in this episode um there's a lot but there's not there's not it's not very long but i still want to put something into the patreon feed because it's been a little while since i've done it and there is some funny outtakes in this one (laughs) the only problem we had and next time we do this we have to work on it is that there's a lot of things in here we're just all talking over one another and we're all we're all it's like it's kind of like being in a band and everybody decides to do a solo at one time so Mm. (laughs) i was like ah because there's a few points where when i was recording this i actually had to go back and edit myself out of it because i recorded it into separate tracks just to try to make it sound better while i was like you know what i need to edit something out of this so everybody can hear what's going on a little bit better Mm. but uh it was fun so um yeah that's it you got anything you want to say or anything like that or no or whatever Uh, you're cooked i know you're burnt you had a busy day today yeah a little bit I was up early doing uh, plumbing. I had to go and help a friend out with some plumbing because the guy who built his house ruined it. So, yeah, then I had to go and pick up stuff from my mother-in-law's. Then I had to go and drop off a bunch of money that was given to me. These are the things that you're afforded when you stay clean for a lot of years. People trust you with their money. (laughs) Wow. So... Yeah. This is why I tend to act a lot dumber than I actually am because people go, he's a dumbass, don't trust him with anything. And then I get to be like lazy and go off and do whatever. Nice. So, that yeah, only goes that for problem. so long though because then people eventually realize that you got your shit together and then they start like actually trusting you with responsibilities. Yeah, it's like stopping a dumbass. I know you're actually smart. Okay, that's what I do at work. And it trust worked pretty me. well with the boss for a while. but Yeah, that only goes so far. Yeah, like, eventually they figure out you know, what you're so doing. Far. 
All right, so uh, we're done. See everybody in two weeks. Maybe sort of see everybody next week, but definitely in two weeks. And that's it. This was this year's Fast Food Freakout, and we will do it again. This is Rojan. Peace out from Detroit. This is Lobo from Connecticut. Just because something says Frisbee doesn't mean you should throw it. <sighs> Peace. Bye. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. That was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It though. could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.
No, no, no. We, you gotta. That's the that's the one where everybody's thinking they understand how the show is going, and then we fucking bust out. It's time for Burrito Rama. Yeah, but God, I just wish I had more stories of people beating each other with with Mexican food. Macho Grande.